This is the emergency medical minute. Ooh, excellent. Welcome to your medical minute. All right, so we, we have a, a case of a suspected, a patient with suspect, suspected severe man cold. Uh, and this is based on real life circumstances of the uh, friend of uh, someone here in the staff. So we had a 27 year old male, cough, sore throat, fevers, myalgia, subjective fevers, don't know, um, I had a fever at home, uh, I felt hot when I touched myself, that was the temperature when you asked them what it was. A little bit tachycardic in the 110s, given IV fluids in the ER, had to go to the ER for this of course, had normal labs and a flu test that was positive and a negative chest x-ray. So how are you going to treat this patient? STD testing? He's 27, can't be trusted, got to do STD testing. Plus, he knows somebody that's on staff, so we definitely need to do STD testing. Okay, any other ideas besides STD testing? So Tamiflu, potentially, if he's within the first 48 hours, we know it might cut his symptoms by like four hours of total duration. Uh, what about Tylenol, ibuprofen, Gatorade? Okay, this sounds like every patient we're seeing right now, right? So what about the chest x-ray that's negative? Does he need antibiotics? No. Okay. What if we change the story a little bit and we say that he's borderline hypoxic at 88% and he says he's having a cough productive of green sputum with a negative chest x-ray? Does he need antibiotics? Redo a chest x-ray. All right. Hold on to him for 36 hours. Redo a chest x-ray. All right. So the question is, how good do you think chest x-ray is for picking up pneumonia? Do I have a 50%? I have a, any other numbers? 60%? So I was thinking about this same question because we see tons of these patients right now and wondering how good is our chest x-ray? Does everybody need a chest CT? So I'm going to refer to a study. I'll say the whole name. You guys don't care about the name, but the listeners to the podcast might care. High discordance of chest x-ray and CT for detection of pulmonary opacities in ED patients, implications for diagnosing pneumonia, American Journal of Emergency Medicine, 2013. All right. So this was basically a study where they looked at 3,400 patients, all of whom got a chest x-ray and chest CT, and they had to have either shortness of breath, chest pain, or cough. And when they did that, they found that the agreement was about, there was a, about a 10% discrepancy between chest x-ray and chest CT, which is actually pretty good. That's on the very high end. But they found in, when they calculated their sensitivities, that chest x-ray was only 43% sensitive for pneumonia. And then interestingly, they had a discussion section where they talked about a bunch of other studies. So they had one study that was 58 hospitalized bedridden patients and they found in that study the chest x-ray was only 65% sensitive. There was another study of 47 patients that found pneumonia in 38% by chest x-ray, 55% by CT. So there was about a, what's the math there? 12-17% uh, discrepancy there. And then another one where they looked at ED patients diagnosed with pneumonia who had chest x-ray and chest CT. And that was, let me see, can't find the number on that one. Oh, 27% of the patients had pneumonia that was seen on CT, not seen on x-ray. And then lastly, they looked at a, a study of 188 patients with neutropenic fever and a normal chest x-ray and 60% of those had pneumonia. So basically, we're talking at best maybe 88, 89% sensitive, and at worst, like 40% sensitive on chest x-ray. So I don't think the answer is to do a chest CT on everyone, but I do think we can put the clinical picture together with the um, x-ray, 
And I think in the case of a um, severe man cold that does have a little bit of hypoxia and uh, productive cough, I would probably go ahead and give antibiotics. That's a take home for today. Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.